This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org. Alhamdulillah ta'ala nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nastaghfiruh wa na'udhu billahi min shururi anfusina wa min sayyi'ati a'malina may yahdihillahu fala mudilla lahu wa may yudlil fala hadiyalah wa ashhadu an la ilaha illallah wahdahu la sharika lahu wa ashhadu anna muhammadan 'abduhu wa rasuluhu sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam tasliman kathira ya ayyuhalladhina amanu attaqullaha haqqa tuqatih ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كتاب الله تعالى وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار These last ten nights of Ramadan that we're currently in are from the most virtuous and superior nights of the year and all of that is to seek out one particular night from these ten, and that is the night of Laylatul Qadr. This night, the night of Laylatul Qadr, is so virtuous. It has so much virtue and reward attached to it that Allah dedicated a whole chapter, a whole surah of the Quran, to this very night. Inna anzalnahu fi Laylatul Qadr. We revealed this Quran on Laylatul Qadr. And that in itself is a virtue for this night, that the greatest of Allah's revelations. The last of his revelations to mankind, Allah chose the best night of the year in order for its revelation to begin upon our Prophet ﷺ. And what will allow you to know the virtue of this night, the special status of this night, the reason for which all of us spend our nights awake in worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, in prayer, in dua, in dhikr, in recitation of the Quran, to seek this one night. It is called a night of great virtue because Allah says, Laylatul Qadri Khayrun min Alfi Shahar. It is a night that is better than a thousand months. A night that is better than a thousand months. Some of the scholars of the Salaf they used to say that if we didn't know what night it was, Allah didn't tell us that it's the last ten nights of Ramadan. He just said that there is one night in the year that is better in worship than a thousand months. In terms of its reward, we would spend every night of the year awake seeking out that one night. Because that's how virtuous that night is. Allah is telling you that you have on a single opportunity of one night, the opportunity to earn the reward of a thousand months. If you didn't know what, year, what, year, or what night of the year it was, it would be worthwhile. It would be worth your time and effort to sacrifice your sleep, to spend that night awake in worship. But from Allah's mercy, He told us and gave us a, a, a general time frame of when that night occurs. It is the night of decree. As Allah Azza wa says, تَنَزَّلُ الْمَلَائِكَةُ وَالرُّوحُ فِيهَا بِإِذْنِ رَبِّهِمْ مِنْ كُلِّ أَمْرٍ This is the night that the angels of Allah, including Jibreel alayhi salam, the greatest of them, they descend by the command of Allah Azza wa with the decree of the year. The decree for me and you that is in the Lawh al-Mahfur, the preserved tablet with Allah Azza wa on a yearly basis, it descends onto the earth 
on the night of Laylatul Qadr. To the extent that Ibn Abbas radiallahu anhum has said in the tafsir of this verse that there is no major thing, no any minor thing, except that it is revealed to the earth on this year. To the extent that Allah Azza wa Jal will decree on this night who from amongst us will make hajj and who will do what on this year. And that is why the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam from the general practice of his was that when there was a night like this, when it's days in which your actions are going to be raised to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or nights in which the decree of Allah Azza wa Jal is going to descend upon the earth, he would spend that night in worship. Because you want Allah Azza wa Jal to favor you in terms of what he decrees for you. You want Allah Azza wa Jal to preserve you from the hardships of this life and its calamities and trials. And you want Allah Azza wa Jal to open up his blessings, his favors, his grace and bounty upon you. So it is a worthwhile night of spending in worship. And that is why the Prophet sallallahu as we know, used to make i'tikaf. I'tikaf is when you cut off every type of connection with the outside, outside world. You seclude yourself in the house of Allah to worship Allah, to seek the night of Laylatul Qadr. We today, brothers and sisters, we make i'tikaf in the last 10 nights of Ramadan. But before we knew that Laylatul Qadr was going to be in the last 10 nights of Ramadan, the Prophet is in the hadith of Abu Sa'id al-Khudri radiallahu in Sahih al-Bukhari. He made i'tikaf for the first 10 nights of Ramadan. The first 10 nights of Ramadan, he made i'tikaf. I'tikaf means you can't go home. I'tikaf means that you can't go and see your family. I'tikaf means that you sleep and live in the masjid. All you do is worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The first 10 nights... After the first ten nights were ending, Jibreel السلام, came to him and he said, أمامك, That which you're seeking, O Messenger of Allah, it is ahead of you. Meaning it wasn't in the first ten nights. So he made i'tikaf for the middle ten of Ramadan. Twenty days he's making i'tikaf. Twenty nights pass and he's making i'tikaf. We have in this masjid, alhamdulillah, a number of brothers and sisters who are making i'tikaf. They're in their third or fourth day of i'tikaf now. Go and ask one of them the amount of time and discipline and effort and patience it takes to make i'tikaf for three, four, five, ten nights. Twenty nights he's making i'tikaf. And then the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam has Jibreel alayhi wasallam come to him one more time and he says, That which you're seeking is still ahead of you. So the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam makes i'tikaf for the last ten nights of Ramadan. A month of i'tikaf. One month from the beginning of Ramadan until the end, seeking this night of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that is Laylatul Qadr. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam then told us, seek out Laylatul Qadr in the last 10 nights of Ramadan. And that is why it was therefore the practice of the wives of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam and his companions and the scholars who came after them and every generation of Muslims from that time until today that we spend these last 10 nights of, worship, uh, last 10 nights of Ramadan in the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The best form of worship in these last 10 nights is to spend all 10 nights in worship. Not to miss out any of them. Not to pick or choose the odd nights over the even nights. But to do all of the last 10 nights of Ramadan. And that is because that is the safest way to know that you have attained Laylatul Qadr. And that is why the Prophet ﷺ would make i'tikaf for all of the last 10. It has become a common mistake today where people only focus on the odd nights and they neglect the even nights. And even though it is more likely to be on the odd nights, more likely doesn't mean that it will be. It just means that there's a greater chance, there's a greater probability, but that's not a guarantee. And so the people who want Allah's reward, the people who seek forgiveness through this month, they don't let any of those nights go past them or by, pass by them without, without being in the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
And that is because in those narrations that specify the odd nights of Ramadan, some of them tell you to count from the beginning of the month. So 21, 23, 25, 27, 29, those are the odd nights. But other narrations tell you to count in reverse from the end of the month. In which case, if the month is 30 nights, the odd nights are even nights. They're not odd anymore. The Prophet said in the hadith, seek out Laylatul Qadr, three nights before the month ends, five nights before it ends, seven nights before it ends. If the month is 30 nights, what's three nights before that? 30, 29, 28. Five nights becomes 26. Seven nights becomes 24. And that's why some of the scholars of the Salaf were of the position that from the nights that is likely to be Laylatul Qadr is the 24th night of Ramadan. Allah Azza wa Jal says in this surah, إِنَّا أَنزَلْنَاهُ فِي لَيْلَةِ الْقَدْرِ We reveal the Qur'an to you on the night of Qadr. According to many of the scholars of Islam, that night in that year that the Prophet ﷺ first received revelation of the Qur'an was the 24th night of Ramadan. Not an odd night, an even night. And so that is why the scholars of Islam used to say, seek out all 10 nights in the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But those people who can't, you have a genuine excuse. You have family commitments, you have jobs, you have certain things that prevents you from seeking out all 10 nights. Then for you, we say, take those odd nights. You can't do all 10, take the odd nights. Take 21, 23, 25, 27, 29. And you can't do all five of those, then take the last four of them, 23, 25, 27, 29. Because some narration said, seek your out in the last seven nights of Ramadan. And you can't even do all of those. You can only do one night in the whole month of Ramadan then seek out the 27th because that was the position of many of the scholars of Islam. But that's for those people, the odd few from amongst us who can't do more than that. Their circumstances don't allow it. But for everyone else, it is seriously recommended and encouraged that you spend that whole night in the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala all of those 10 nights of Ramadan. The Prophet wasallam in these nights, he would do what he didn't do in the rest of the year. And he would go to a level of worship and a level of effort that you wouldn't see from him وسلم, throughout the remainder of the year. He would wake up his family and ask them to stay awake. And that wasn't his norm. Wasn't his norm. He would often pray the night prayer and his wives would be sleeping. But in these last 10 nights, he would wake them up and he would spend the whole of the night awake. His normal practice in tahajjud was that he would rest for part of the night, pray for part of the night. But in these last 10 nights, he wouldn't sleep. He would spend them in the worship of Allah Azza wa Jal. And the worship that he would do is that he would pray salah and he would recite Quran and he would make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Those are the three primary forms of worship that he did. And that's what the salaf were upon. And so the best things that you can engage on in these nights is those three acts of worship more than anything else. You don't have in the sunnah that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam used to specify these nights for charity. That he was known to give excess charity because it's night time and he would do so. Or feed the poor or do anything else. He would spend these nights in these three acts of worship. Salah, Quran, Dua. And the best of them is Salah. Because it includes the other two. The Prophet ﷺ encouraged his ummah to seek out these nights. None of us, with all of our sins and all of our mistakes and all of our shortcomings, none of us is in the position to allow these, go- these nights to pass us by without putting in that extra time and effort. You need to rest for a certain part of the night because you have work, you have studies, you have school, then rest. But don't let the whole night pass you by. Pray as much of it as you can. Manage your situation, move your commitments, do what you need to do in order to be able to attain the reward of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We have a number of these nights still left. Tonight will be that 24th night that some of the scholars consider to be Laylatul Qadr. 
whatever that night is, and it changes every year, as is the position of many of the scholars of Islam, it is not stable upon one date, but it switches every single year. Because you have so many different narrations of the companions, when you gather them, that's the conclusion that you reach. Every year it may be a different night. Don't let any of those nights go by you without you showing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that you are deserving of his, of his forgiveness and of his mercy. Because these are nights in which Allah azza wa emancipates and frees people from the fire. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on this blessed day of Friday, in this blessed month of Ramadan, hoping and seeking out Laylatul Qadr, that Allah azza wa makes us from amongst those people who will be made haram upon the fire. That Allah azza wa saves us and our parents and our families and all those that we love and all of the Muslims from the punishment of the fire. We ask Allah azza wa that he showers his mercy and forgiveness upon us, that he makes us from amongst those people who stood in this month and fasted in this month, prayed in this month in a way that is pleasing to him and that he forgives us for all of our past sins. Barakallahu li walakum fil Qur'ani wa sunnah wa nafa'ani wa iyaakum bima fihima min al-ayati wa al-hikmah aqulu qawli hadha wa astaghfirullah li walakum wa lijami'il muslimina min kulli dhanbin fastaghfiruh innahu kana ghaffara Bismillahirrahmanirrahim Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen wa sallallahu wa sallama wa baraka ala nabiyyina muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in amma ba'd As we come towards the end of this month of Ramadan this opportunity that Allah Azza wa Jal gives that is a limited number of days, a yam and ma'dudat, a limited number of days, and we're fast approaching the end of those days. This is a time to redouble your efforts. Redouble your efforts in terms of worship, in terms of seeking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's forgiveness and repentance from the greatest acts of worship that you can perform in these last 10 nights in your salah and in your dua is to ask Allah azza wa jal for his forgiveness, to repent to him subhanahu wa ta'ala. And repentance is from the most beloved of deeds to Allah azza wa jal. And that is why when Aisha radiallahu anha, the most beloved of the wives of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, asked the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, O Messenger of Allah, if there was a dua that I was going to make on Laylatul Qadr, what dua should I make? For more of the things he could have advised her, for more of the things that he could have told her to focus on, her health, her wealth, her steadfastness, whatever it may be, so many things he could have chosen. The one aspect that he told her to focus on is to seek Allah's pardon and forgiveness. Say, O Aisha, Allahumma innaka afuun tuhibbul afwa fa'fu anni. This is the night in which you ask for, these are the nights in which you ask for Allah's pardon and for His forgiveness subhanahu wa ta'ala. And from the acts of worship that we have to be mindful of and be diligent regarding to is Zakatul Fitr. Zakatul Fitr is coming up very close to us now. The last two, three days of Ramadan, you start giving your Zakatul Fitr. In the hadith of Ibn Umar radiallahu anhumah, he said, فَرَضَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهُ وَسَلَّمَ زَكَاتَ الْفِطْرِ صَاعًا مِنْ تَمْرٍ أو صَاعًا مِنْ شَعِيرٍ عَلَى كُلِّ حُرٍ أو عَبْدٍ ذَكَرٍ أو أُنْثَى مِنَ الْمُسْلِمِينَ The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam obligated Zakatul Fitr in food, the amount that he told us, صَاع of dates or of wheat upon every single Muslim, male or female, adult or child, whether you fasted or you didn't fast, whether your child is three, two, one, or whether they're an adult, whoever they are, every single Muslim must give zakatul fitr to the extent that some of the companions such as Uthman radiallahu anhu were even of the position that the child in the womb of the mother that's yet to be born, you should give zakatul fitr upon that child as well. And so it is from the obligations that Allah Azzawajal has placed upon us. Some people, not everyone has to give zakat because of their circumstances, but zakatul fitr, unless you're very poor and you're unable to do so, it is something which every Muslim should do because it is from that which purifies the mistakes that you made in this Ramadan. 
purifies the shortcomings that you had in this blessed month. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on this blessed day and in this blessed month that Allah azza wa eases our affairs for us. And that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepts our worship from us. And Allah azza wa allows us to witness many more months of Ramadan. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not deprive us, from the, deprive us of these opportunities of reward, these opportunities of worship. These opportunities of seeking forgiveness and repenting to him subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that Allah azza wa looks upon us and showers his pleasure upon us. And with that pleasure, his forgiveness and his mercy and the highest of his rewards. Subhana rabbika rabbil izzati amma yasifun. Wassalamun ala al-mursaleen. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org.